Hey, welcome everybody. Come on, come on. To the Shoot Brothers Podcast. From main eventers to jobbers, heels, baby faces, friends and foes, you're all welcome here. But uh, your opinion is not as valuable as ours because we are the only <laughs> wrestling podcast on the planet. The Shoot Brothers. Sometimes we'll play heel, sometimes we'll play face. It doesn't matter. Kayfabe exists. It doesn't. Everything's happening. AEW, Monday Night Raw, we got it all. We're here. Mike the Shoot Shepherd with Cameron Brother Osborne, as always. Skirt, I'm here. And here we are. Who's the, uh, God, I feel like I'm more heel on this show than you are. <laughs> well, I, 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 I turn randomly sometimes on uh, you, 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 you're, 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 you're facing a lot of the time, you know, and I think the crowd's behind you, and I'm the one... <laughs> I'm the one getting uh, getting peeved, getting steamed at some of the shit going on, folks. We got a great show, great show coming up this week. Of course, we have uh, Monday Night Raw. Of course, we have AEW Dynamite, All Elite Wrestling. Um, of course, you know we got a tweet of the week, as we always do, and uh, all that sort of fun stuff. But, folks, I think it's about time that we just kick off the show. Let's kick off the show um, with a little bit of news around the ring. Around. Mike, Mike, you got some uh, you got some hot news coming off the presses this week. Yes, let's travel across the globe to uh, Japan because New Japan has announced that they are having a U.S. division titled New Japan Pro Wrestling of America, appropriately. So, yeah, I don't know if that means we'll have like another North American wrestling show on Great. television. Great, <laughs> we got more. We got more shit going on. Yeah. Uh, folks, and, uh, this, is, this is just about the worst news we could have heard uh, ever. <laughs> um, not only, not only, uh, you know, does Impact still around? Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't even worry about that. Not only um, is NWA back, Mike. I'm not sure if yeah, you, if you checked heard. out some Isn't of these it, uh, NWA YouTube. It's airing like exclusively on YouTube now, or. Um. Yeah, isn't it called Power? It's called like, Power. There's yeah. two, uh, maybe the third one could be coming today or tomorrow, but yeah, three That's episodes fucking, uh, into this now. I think, isn't Billy Corgan like a big part owner of the Billy company? Corgan is not just a big part owner. I'm pr- is he he's on the, majority owner. Yeah. Is he, on, of, is he a character on TV or is he just sitting in the back? I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in the one episode I did watch. It was a Nick Aldis match. In that yeah. uh, NWA championship, but um, yes, Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins is the rat in a cage. <laughs> owns the videotape <laughs> library of NWA? for NWA. That's pretty impressive. That's isn't a, that isn't that a weird? Yeah. Um, he I must he must have just bought it in the. There must have been a time. Scooped it up for a good deal. Must, there must have sure been a WWE time. I'm sure WWE would want that. That's a pretty, you know, oh, lots of Ric Flair, it, it, Dusty Rhodes classics. Immediately, of course. There must have been a time where Vince was too worried about WCW. I'm going to say this was like mid to late 90s. And he must have just fucking bought them all up. Yeah. Uh, Billy Corgan, there you go. Billy, Not only does he own the Smashing Pumpkins catalog. He but, he, but he also owns <laughs> the um, uh, NWA. You know what? I'm wrong. 2017 is when he purchased it. Yes, uh, yeah. May of well, 20, May of 2017, trying. including uh, yeah the name rights, championship belts. Yeah, for a long time he was trying. It was rumored he was trying to get TNA as well, and then I think that didn't go through, so he went and bought NWA, and then TNA became Impact, which is still the same shit. But 
Well, they, mer- they merged with Impact. I yeah. Well, I mean, their show was always called Impact. It was like Monday Night Impact. And they just like, fuck TNA. That's a stupid name. Let's call ourselves Impact. Oh, here you go. Um, he was twenty. He was uh, he was president of TNA uh, from 2015 to 2016, um, and okay. then short. And then about half a year after that, that's when he purchased his stake in uh, NWA. Who knew that you know, <laughs> man child Billy Corgan uh, was such a wrestling fan? So um, way to go, way to go, Mike, Mike, Mike. I just I just stepped all over your spot here with some uh, with some no. news that we weren't even talking about. We weren't even talking no, about this good. New Japan stuff. Fun. This is uh, um this is this is a this is a cool move for New Japan. I think it's uh a lot of those guys we were hearing during the G1 like the the Moxleys and the you know the North American guys weren't wrestling in the G1 shows in America. They were only out there in Japan. Uh, I'd be curious to see how that affects the other promotions. Those those people who are going back and forth between Japan and and their promotions uh yeah. here. Cuz I mean yeah, the companies are willing to let each other. This would make it a lot easier for uh, a guy to show up on New Japan one week and then AEW the next if they're both in the states. And it, it it is funny that even though um, you know it's 2019 and we're so we we think we're so past it, we're still very much living. Things are very territorial still. Yeah, which I think is um, which I think is super cool, right, guys? Uh, yeah, like we just said, the New Japan people working over here. Um, I was listening to uh, Joey Ryan on the Chris Jericho thing where uh, there's a lot of guff between other North American promotions working within like just America and reasons why something like PWG is able to excel because there's nothing else on the West Coast. So a lot of these Eastern Eastern, uh, Coast promotions are totally cool with you going over to PWG because that's it. Like it's not like. You're you're not competing with something directly kind of in your demographic and in your TV area. Yeah. And um, but you know this edition of New Japan, you know Chris Jericho is still has still kept it open that he will be at Wrestle Kingdom and he might fucking be there, right? I think Moxley's the same kind of way. John Moxley didn't really lose that title. Maybe he has one more New Japan match in him, and why not Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, if you can do it, do it there. I mean, if you can, if you can fucking go for it. Yeah. And uh, keeping on the subject of Japan, there are some rumors going around of an NXT Japan division being created. So uh, that makes sense. Even, <laughs> that, yeah. that sounds like that sounds like the natural progression for uh, for yeah, something. I mean, that's in uh, that you know, of course, instead of bringing talent, instead of bringing talent like Shinsuke Nakamura and you know Io Shirai, instead of bringing Kushida over here, let's just keep them over there. Yeah, at least for a bit, let them build. Built a big brand name for themselves for the North American audience that may not know them as well. Well, yeah, and and and, but, it, and it brings the question too, right? Like the uh, the New Japan style versus uh, the WWE and Vince's style. Is that something? Is that something that Japan, like you know, the Japanese fan base would be cool with? Like it's very very different. Even like in ring, yeah. out of ring, how things are promoted. Even just the uh, the the how to how to spectate it, like how to view it, is insanely <laughs> different. Even during that, like two out of three falls, seven star Meltzer match, my match of the year from last year, that Kenny Omega and Okada, like it, it, that in front of North Americans would be fired up and insane. This is awesome, fight forever, chance. But over yeah. there, they have a different way of like respecting the fighters. Yeah. 
they still the big big spots though they'll go crazy. Oh, for. they go off for. But <laughs> even like when you hear it, maybe it's the way that we hear it um, yeah. on on television, right on the broadcast. Because even like uh, that that opening match what was that that Will Osprey when he's just you know flat out trying to murder people or flat <laughs> out trying to be murdered himself. I don't yeah. I don't really know. Yeah, but even means. you get like the you get the odd you get the cheers, but they're not like insane the yeah. way i would have you'll been. never get a you'll never get a holy shit you'll never get a holy <laughs> shit and like i said will osprey is like actually like, oh! trying to kill people yeah he is a professional killer attempter. They, they get like shocked they have like a shock yeah they're like, oh, like oh. yeah they love their, they love kickouts they love near falls yeah. i think <laughs> and there's holy yeah, holy shit that was so close landing on their head <laughs> they love Good. they love people landing on their necks uh, nothing like a high neck bump, and Vince, Vince, and Trips aren't going to go for that high neck bumps. Uh, they're becoming a bit more lenient now. We're seeing a lot of destroyers and shit. Getting, getting a lot of more destroyers. NXT. Getting, more NXT. Getting a lot of destroyers. Yeah. yeah. I also I think it's um, only it's only a matter of time until we see a package pile driver on WWE. I think. <sighs> Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens will do it. He, he's going to be the one. But who's going to be do it all the time. who's going to be the one to sacrifice there? Especially everyone on the main roster. I just can't picture anybody on the main roster taking a bump like that. Where a lot of these NXT dudes have been doing it their entire careers, like like the Garganos, Adam Cole. Yeah, uh, these guys these guys have been doing this their whole lives. But I can't. Can you picture like Randy Orton? <laughs> well, not Randy, but Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, no problem. Sami Zayn could do it, you know, in an uh, in an eligible. Sure, there's lots of guys way. like Kofi Kingston. He could do it. He could do it first try. He's athletic. I know, but but you you gotta wonder, right? That I you know I'm, that never doing it before or never have done it before. People yeah. coming up through the WWE system through that performance center life, and then you're just like, no, we're doing we're doing neck bumps now. <laughs> <laughs> Baron so Cor listen. Baron Corbin's just like what? <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't trust Corbin. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. Rand Randy Orton trust trust Baron Corbin. That's all, that's, all, that's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. And Randy, we trust. All right. Um, all right, you got any more news? I got one more thing. Um, I have a uh, ooh, I have a heard rumor. All right, from Meltzer. Oh. So I mean, it's a, it's just a heard rumor. Uh, the rumor Pretty is big the rumor is that both Raw and SmackDown are considering uh, lessening their live shows. Okay. Um, I'm on board with that. Not n not sure by what. I mean, I think right now, kind of like the current schedule, if you're on Raw. Is that you, you? You you do your Monday show, and you might have your Tuesday off, but then you're kind of Wednesday through Saturday again um, at house shows. Uh, you know, obviously this has an effect on the performers' bodies, the travel schedule, this, that, the other, and it probably costs a lot of money that they're maybe not necessarily making back all the time. Yeah. I mean, anytime anytime Raw or SmackDown comes to town, you and I are there. But they come they come to Toronto like three or four times a year. I feel with this live yeah. schedule. Yeah, uh, they do the live shows, and uh, they're fun if you can't go to a taping. But I like the the tapings are more fun. Because of of, of course, yeah, it's more it's more, <laughs> it's more canon. Yeah, exactly. You could see a title change. You could see anything. So uh, that's just that's just a rumor. I'm not sure, you know, if they if they would want to lessen it from like five to four or four to three. Yeah. He said it could be, you know, one show less a week, or it could be, you know, just flat out cut in half. Yeah, right? I think uh, that can only benefit everyone involved, the performers. I mean, maybe the small town kid up in some Iowa doesn't yeah. get his show, but fuck him, he can travel <laughs> an extra twenty minutes. 
And I mean, I don't think AEW has any anything house show related on the slate at all. I don't think. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Their live. I mean, they might want to eventually, but yeah, definitely not multiple every week. It seems like it'd be too much. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to be doing package pile drivers all the time, which we want, (laughs) you know, we can't. Because that's the thing, right? I mean, the more you do a crazy spot, just the more likely it is that something terrible is going to happen. So lessen the amount of times you get to do that terrible spot, and then uh, you know you extend the time that something terrible is going to happen. All right, we'll see. Uh, you got one I more. Guess, you got one more piece. Let's finish this yes. one off. The pay-per-view everyone's been waiting for, Crown Jewel. Have not been uh, waiting for it. Go on. <laughs> Two new matches have been added. Okay. Because, of course, we can't have a Saudi Arabia pay-per-view without a battle royal. So we're having a 20-man battle royal where the winner will go on to face AJ Styles later that night for the United States Championship. Do you think, uh, do you think Braun Strowman has that green belt? Uh, He's got it somewhere. Somewhere, like we is haven't that, seen do, it since. Do, do you think you could buy that on the shop right now? Like the no Saudi belt. No, no, they want it. They I'm want us to forget belt. about that pretty quickly, yeah. But I'm sure you could, uh, if you had enough money, you're willing to spend. You could definitely pay someone to create a replica. You could replica belts. Uh, yeah. Actually, I, w- I looked at that title again, and the actual championship plate of it looks pretty nice. Other than the green strap is distracting, but. The the plate of the greatest like center logo, yeah, it actually looks cool. Huh? It you know wasn't what? just like a big W. It looked like a championship, you know. Oh, okay, that it actually looked like something. Yeah. Um, but that's my. Well, there you go. Well, there you have it, folks. That's all the news. That's all the news we got for this week. Uh, let's see. Let's see what the fuck happens before next week. Yeah. Next. For next right. show, um, well, you know what? It's time. Uh, we have, it's time. You know, it's it's Monday nights. You know, shit, things move to Wednesdays. Things move or start. You know, on Sundays and uh, Fridays, even sometimes. And we don't even know. But the one thing that's remained just insanely consistent uh, is Monday nights, because Monday nights is often just full, just filled three straight hours. Of Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. Let's get raw. You know, it used it used to be two. Yeah, for many. For, for many, ma- there was a time not too long ago where they were <coughs> like, "Hey, we can tell all of these stories in two hours. Don't worry, it's never going to get boring." And then, and and then somebody was like, "Well, what if we told stories in three hours? <laughs> what if make more money? What if uh, we added, um, you know, it's it's more like a more like a movie this way, right? Because you know, has like kind of like a three acts to mm-hmm. it, right? Where you know, you know, things start off great and go downhill, and s- s- sometimes end on a good note. Sometimes. Uh, things start off pretty hot tonight, though, because we're live from some fucking town." Um, where uh, Ric Flair is actually coming out right off the bat to announce um, the, 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 f- the, f- the final team member on his team, uh, if we yes. can recall. And I did notice they, they did correct his graphic in the background. It said 16-time champion. Oh, okay, good, because for a second I thought he was a 17-time world champion. <laughs> like, what happened? Did he? Yeah. So uh, Seth Rollins is out, right, because... Uh, He's got business re- with the Fiend. Reasons. Yeah. Um, but that we, match can't stop for any reason, so he might be dead. But we, do, but we, yeah, the death is someone not in the crowd a, could throw him a sword and he could cut off his head. And, 
That's That'd true. Be very appropriate Death is not a good enough reason to stop the match because no. as he's the like his shoulders aren't down. You got to put his shoulders down. <laughs> he's got no head, <laughs> but he's lying flat on his belly. Yeah. Like no, it's not a pin. You got <laughs> to you got to you got to turn him around. You know he can't. He you know he can't submit. He can't tap. No. No. Um. So uh, Ric Flair comes out to uh, let's know his final team member, and would you fucking know it? He's got a microphone. <laughs> oh yeah, this is, it's always fun. You give him a live mic, it's like a grenade. Oh my god, <laughs> this know. is this is perfect. Like I tuned in. I, I didn't watch this live, but I did hear that he got to speak on mic, and that's why yeah. I fucking tuned in. My favorite line, you just like I don't know where he's like, we're going to Saudi because we're <laughs> going to Saudi. <laughs> I was like I don't think. I don't think he's supposed to say Saudi. Uh, he it, doesn't even say Saudi Arabia. Crowd, <laughs> we're going to Saudi. Oh like such God. an old man. And then the crowd booed that. They're like, boo. He's just, just Saudi. drunk as hell. And that's when he starts <laughs> interacting with some fans. He's like, someone, I don't even know what the fans, they yelled at him. He's like, hey, tell that to your girlfriend, buddy. I used to know your mother. <laughs> so this was just... perfect, and of course, uh, of course, Monday Night Raw was in Cleveland, and he was uh, he was talking shit to the Cleveland Browns at one mom. point. Oh yeah, because they were in the front row, and uh, yeah, yeah. And he said something about LeBron, I think, in there too. At one point, yeah, he he says something like, uh, he's he says like, I told you to bring Baker Mayfield here. I'd give him the rub, or something, oh, like, yeah. or, or, or something <laughs> like, or something like, something that, like or, that. Uh, but eventually it all comes down to he wants to bring out his final final member of the team, the Scottish psychopath, Drew McIntyre. Who I forgot existed. Yes. Speaking of. Speaking of. <laughs> um, uh, great. Yes. He was drafted and here he is. So he's, uh, yeah, he cuts a little quick promo, gives people a preview of Crown Jewel, and uh, we'll see him there. Rick's uh, okay. Here it is. I have I have it here. Uh, Rick Flair's line was, "Where's Odell Beckham? God only know you. God only knows you guys need a champion. LeBron's gone. All you got left is the Nature Boy. Woo. <laughs> like is he trying? <laughs> like I thought. I thought you know. Or I mean, I don't know. I, I thought you you we'd want to get a cheering for Rick Flair. Well, but, I uh, mean, he's in this match. I think he's playing the heel. He's working he's, us now. All of a sudden, yeah, because his team is all heels, like Corbin, Lashley, Orton, McIntyre. Ooh, I haven't actually like looked at the actual roster. Which, yeah. hey, maybe that's why uh, they had to make this <laughs> Seth match to get Seth the hell out of here. Yeah, that does that does make a lot of sense. I mean, I mean, would have been. We'll get to or, it later in the show, or, yeah. but we're booing. We're we're full on booing Seth these days. Oh yeah. Um. However, though, so we do get announced. Yeah. So Drew McIntyre's on the team. Uh. And then um. We just kind of. He, he just stays out there. He just stays out there, and Ricochet's music starts. I don't know. How, I don't know how this one really transitioned. Uh. Yeah. I mean, just, they're like whatever. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. So fit Finley. Finley, Finley <laughs> when he tells Finley, he's like, I'm going out there. I'm the final member. He's like, all right, stay out there. I got a match for you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got a match for you in seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and, uh, and fit doesn't disappoint. I like to, I like to think maybe fit Finley books these matches in some kind of way. <laughs> like maybe there's like, if, you know, depending on where he is in his life, he'll just press someone's music and yeah. then you're back at Gorilla and you just got to fucking run out there. Like yeah. it's like fuck. You fit, gotta be ready. Fit wants Doesn't me in this matter. match. So what we're getting right now is uh, is Drew McIntyre and Ricochet uh, just going for it. Yeah, this was a fun match. This is uh, a lot of fun. At one point, Ricochet picks Drew up on his shoulders and hits a great looking Death Valley driver. Got a big pop from the crowd. Then of course he has some beautiful shooting star press for a big near fall. Uh, he goes for that six thirty, but McIntyre avoids it, and shortly after gets the Claymore for the win. 
and then then yeah great match afterwards he does the beat down he does his little reverse alabama slam onto the stairs so yeah making him i guess ricochet's on the other team i think I think. I think so. I think you are right. You know, yeah, and, and Ricochet's not going to lose anything. And uh, Drew McIntyre needed a strong win coming off this, coming off not only time off, but then uh, well, I think before that was he like he was Shane's lackey, right? Yeah. So he's yeah, been, he just... and then the thing with Roman. So he's been taking a lot of L's lately, and it's great. Uh, it's great to see this. You know, my boy back. This is a, yeah, this is a Royal Rumble uh, contestant potential potentially winner. Said that last year, I well. guess. We'll yeah. See. Uh, you know, of course, he was my uh, he was my lock to win it next year. Okay, well, uh, what, what what do we have next, Mike? Then, of course, we got Alistair Black in his little dark room, cutting his dark promo about picking a fight. And then, luckily, we do get a fight. But um, yeah, he's he's the one on the jobber run right now. Alistair Black versus some jobber. This guy looked like a cross between Rude and Kevin Owens. It was weird. <laughs> he, had, he had the Kevin Owens pudge. Yeah, but with Robert Rude's face. With Robert Rude's face, real weird. And it, yeah, we all know what happens here. Black gets the easy win with the black mask, so he's he's alternating between that and the uh, the submission. I forget it. I forget its name already. The, but. the black hole. No, the uh, the the. That's the, what I call it. The, the something hole. layer. No. Ah, yeah, fuck it. Know. You know what? The black mass is black mass is looks like one of those once looks like one of those moves sometimes that when he hits it perfectly, it's like an RKO. He can just fucking do yeah. it um, like immediately, sort of sort of yeah. out of nothing. Um, you know, squ- you know, squash squash matches could be what Black needs. You know, I like you know, I think the nobody come knock. That was a lot of fun, but unfortunately, it resulted in like actual people knocking. Right? It's like we don't want Cesaro going <laughs> under for Alistair Black. So maybe you know this could be just the way to build him back up. Worked for the Viking Raiders. We already like him. Yeah. So yeah, as long as we get more of him on actual wrestling. I hear. Fun. I hear Paul Heyman is uh, is fa- is. Uh, high high is, on black is high on black <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh so hopefully that'll um get better in the future yeah and uh since alistair black had left his black room um aop went and sat down in there and cut another promo probably so, the same one uh, yeah i think they share that so they got, got their turn same thing uh, there's They're just like a lineup of people waiting to do. <laughs> there's yeah. like a black room somewhere. The dark room. A long yeah, lineup but... of people waiting to just kind of like talk to the camera for five <laughs> minutes, like a Big Brother interview. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And then just kind of like, uh, okay. And they do they 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 do their same kind of thing of yeah they've been doing the past couple of weeks like yo we're yeah. super strong Watch everyone out. should be feared of us scared of us. Exactly. It's like, yeah. I thought you guys could speak English before, but oh, well. doesn't matter. Well, you know, it's uh, it's more intimidating when it's when it's not in English, you know, because he's, <laughs> they're forcing us to read it, oh. you know, and then it's like, you know, you're. Gonna, I guess they are the authors. They are authors. They are the authors of pain, so it would make sense that you know their words would be so you know elegantly chosen. <laughs> All right. Speaking of elegant, we have the King Jerry, the King Lawler, not King Corbin. Uh, Jerry's here to host King's Court. Yeah, he brings out his guest Rusev, who comes out in street clothes. I don't think I've ever seen him like that. <laughs> he looked weird. Yeah, in jeans and a shirt. Uh, so on the Triple H scale of outfits, is this <laughs> suit and tie, or is this, uh, ge- this is jeans and leather jacket? This is jeans yeah, and leather jacket. Jeans. Okay, cool. Yeah, because he could still he could still do something. He could dress up and dress down. Yeah, I get you. 
Uh, so anyways, Jerry, he wants to talk about what's going on with his wife, Lana, and Lashley. And uh, as he's talking, the crowd was giving Jerry the what chance. So Rusev's just like, hey, man, he's a Hall of Famer. Come on, guys. And he sounded so sad. It's a good point. Just, a good point. Yeah. It's it's like for, for an interview segment to get derailed is yeah. like, no, like this is the part of this is the story we're trying to actually tell you right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> it actually worked, though. They stopped doing the what chant after. So. And why, uh, and why, why are you, what, why are you whating Jerry Lawler just, and Rusev? Is it just cause? I think it's just because the storyline's so stupid. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, that actually makes the most sense. Actually. Yeah, it's just like a defiant. Um, but anyways, Rusev he addresses the situation. He says it's all Lashley's fault, and for that he will be crushed. And Rusev he still got his wedding ring on because he hopes that they're gonna get through this and end up happily ever after. And then Lashley and Lana pop up on the screen. They're showing together at a nice restaurant. And Lashley's just saying, sorry, can't be there. But Lana has needs, and I'm going to address them. And then Lana's just like, Rusev, it was my dream to eat at this restaurant. And you wouldn't take me here. That so was she- the dream. <laughs> she <She's> like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, bitch, how often do we come to Cleveland? I don't have time. And she could have gone by herself, presumably, right? Yeah. And I don't think they live in Cleveland anyways. They probably and don't. They don't have time to go to the show. They have to fly out to the next Whose show. favorite That's restaurant, restaurant is in Cleveland, yeah. Ohio? Yeah, I mean, was... entirely possible, <laughs> just not the right way to go about getting yourself to this restaurant. <laughs> it was so There's ridiculous. better ways to do this. Yeah. But uh, so, Rusev, so Rusev knows where the fuck they are. And he says, uh, he says, I want to, you know, he's going to deliver his message personally. Yeah, so he he runs off presumably to to go to that restaurant. To go to that restaurant, he must also know where it is, so he knows enough about it to know where it is. So the, the, <laughs> wouldn't that wouldn't that make you think that they have been there before? If he knows the restaurant, that would unless yeah, unless some kind of world where, La- where Lana's like, like I know <laughs> she's yeah. she's sitting there like Rusev, can we go back? Can we go to uh, you know Botticelli's? And yeah, then he's like, like he's like, the, fuck the, that. The, yeah, he's like, fuck that. I hate it. I got the linguine last time. I had diarrhea for three and then days. The, and then the next time they come back and he's and he's like, hey, can we go to Botticelli's? And he's like, and, she, and no, she says, you know, it's it's on, you know, it's uh, the address is like 25, you know, Queen Street. Uh, it, it looks really nice. And he's like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Third time they that come to the town. Beginning of the end. Third time they come to town. She's showing him photos. Like, you want to go to Botticelli's Botticelli. at 25 Queen Street? Look at these nice photos of what it looks like inside. And then he says, "No, Lada, no, that." Um, let's hope that we don't have to revisit this feud o- <laughs> over the course of the next three hours. Um, let's, let's move on to some actual wrestling. Yes, we got some lucha action here. Andrade versus Sin Cara. Uh, Sin Car, we haven't really seen him in a while, and single, he's he's escaped the uh, Lucha House Party effect, so good for him. Thank God. Uh, so Sin Cara, you know, he actually got to put up a little bit of a good fight here, but of course, Selena Vega interferes behind the ref's back, hitting uh, that big hurricane rod onto Sin Cara. So Andrade takes advantage, pulls him back in the ring, and hits the hammerlock DDT for the win. So he's uh, picking up a couple of wins in a row here, Andrade there. The Zel- it's good to see him on TV. The Zelina Vega Hurricane Rana has to be one of the most protected moves going on right now. <laughs> that thing is so devastating. If you get caught in it, you are uh, losing the match. Yeah. No one has uh, kicked out of the Zelina Vega Hurricane Rana off the apron or just on the side. Yeah, and she doesn't really have anyone to contend with. Like, uh, 
Just no wait. Other if, woman if, manager to if, stop her. If she hits that thing on you, you are losing the match. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's a, awesome. that's a protected move, you know, for me. But yeah, um, um, Andrade does great in matches with these lucha guys, or really anybody kind of small and quick. Yeah. You know, we've yeah, we've we saw him with Ali a bunch. You know, we've seen him with Sin Cara now. Uh, Andrade getting that getting that push. Yeah, hopefully. Uh... Good things for him. This is a first yeah. round pick. Rem- remember that. I think. Uh, I yeah, like think fifth, he uh, may have been that second round or that first maybe round pick. Round. Uh, I think it was, either way, either way, he went ahead of some bigger names. So, yeah. Hopefully, the sky is the limit. The sky is the for limit. Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, let's keep moving on here, Mike. All right, let's go backstage where we see our truth uh, sneaking out of the equipment truck with his twenty four seven title. And then he runs into one of the Singh brothers who starts singing some Bollywood music, uh, which distracts Truth. So then the other brother comes running in from behind and rolls him up to win the title. I couldn't, I don't remember if it was Samir or Sunil or who was who, I don't know. But one of them won the title and they go running off. And they were doing this, they were doing this Bollywood stuff. They're like, da, 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 I don't know. Yeah, kind of like kind of like the stuff <laughs> they used to do with the Jinder Mahal entrance, that, yeah. kind, of, that kind of. But now they're like 100% more stereotyped as, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Maybe it was their idea. <clears throat> Who knows? New champ. New champ. Let's keep rolling. New champ. Let's go on to the Viking Raiders taking on Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Uh, yep. You know the story. Easy win for the Viking Raiders. I long guess time, though. This match took a long time. Yeah. I guess Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins are like one step above Jobber. So at least. Well, I, think- I mean, they were the champs like. At WrestleMania, or they won. At- they won <laughs> at Mania. I think yeah. uh, so. Presumably, both of these teams are in the the, uh, the World the, Cup. The yeah, whatever it is at Crown Jewel, presumably. Yeah, I mean, at least the Viking Raiders, I would assume. So what's the deal? I don't so, know if it's the, every team on the roster because the, the Viking Raiders are champions right now. Yeah, but then the winner of that match wins the World Cup. Oh, it's not even for the fucking belts? No, it's, oh, it's Jesus this year's Christ, World Cup. Why the fuck are we that doing trophy, That trophy that Shane has, they're not doing a singles version this year. It's a tag version. But it, why, why? Oh, shit. That, that, that makes me care. No, but that makes me care less. I know. That's the point. That's <laughs> <laughs> the point. Yeah. So, so uh, the World so, Cup. Okay, wait. So is there going to be uh, like round robin style? No, like a, what? it's a tag team turmoil match. Just, so it's just all the tag teams. Is All that, of them. And then it's a tornado tag, presumably. So, yeah, I don't know if it's either a gauntlet style or just elimination tornado style. I don't know. Okay, so it's they, not it's not going to be every single team at once, no matter what. Because that's a I lot don't of think people. So. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I think it'll be like elimination turmoil or uh, gauntlet. I don't know. We'll see. God, but well, I care, I, care, I care so little. I'll be <laughs> honest. Um Maybe we'll see the return of the Usos. Maybe the surprise last team. And that's the thing, right? If there's a if 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 usually if a belt's on the line, usually I'm a little more invested uh, yeah. than when there's not. The best in the world. So, but it's the same trophy. So, the trophy is just kind of like <laughs> want- the best in the world trophy. Yeah. And then depending on what you wanted it. <laughs> yeah. This is so weird. This is so weird. Let's keep let's keep rocking here, Mike. Yeah, let's go back to Lana and Lashley at the restaurant. God damn it. God damn where it. The manager, the I'm manager gonna... walks up and he asks them to leave cuz he doesn't he doesn't want any trouble cuz I guess he was watching. <laughs> Apparently this guy's watching Monday Night Raw in the back <laughs> yeah. in the back in the kitchen. He's like, "Fuck." And he's like, "That yeah, Rusev, he's coming here." And so Lashley says he doesn't have the balls to come here and do anything, but uh she already knows that. 
And then, well, Rusev does show up and he just starts pounding on Lashley and people are freaking out uh, and the police come in very quickly. Very just, quickly. The cops yeah. the cops were eating just uh, just a couple tables down. Yeah, they, they were just dining there. <laughs> they and then they were, were like, oh, also fuck. there. So, uh, and Lana's just screaming like, arrest him! And so, every once in a while, she still puts the accent in like I did there. Yeah, yeah. Even though she's I, I don't to... know where she lands on that. Yeah. You do so, you, uh, girl. The police come in, they cuff Rusev, they take him out, and uh, yeah. So I guess he's spending the night in Cleveland jail. So did this do anything to uh, to invest us more? Or uh, no, none of this. No, okay, okay, okay. None of this is helping anyone involved. I, uh, it's just something. It's just something we'll look back on years later and be like, hey, remember that shitty. Uh, story Mike, line? you got to got to recall though, there is like a uh, like a worst angle of the year. Seg. For the, for the yeah. shooties, folks, the shooties. Uh, we we are hyping the shooties we, months in advance. <laughs> months in advance. Uh, definitely, definitely the best. Definitely a favorite show of the year. Yeah, um, I'm gonna start saving categories down so we'll have everything well thought out ahead of time. That's a good point. It was we, it was well thought out ahead of time. The, it, no, the, but the, the it, was, it was a dark the, episode. No one's ever heard. It was it was it was version. a dark episode. That's true. I um, believe our our premiere was uh, Elimination Chamber last year. That was the premiere? I believe that was our official on-air premiere. We recorded before that for a few months. Tweaking, oh. fine-tuning. Okay, well, I think I think the sho- I think the shooties are allowed to be... Ooh, do we want it to be... Year-end. Whole- Isn't it year-end? It, it is year-end, of course. Yeah. yeah. But I was just wondering, is it content from episode one to, to that time? Or is it content from... You know, start of the year from from the dark shooties. <laughs> I think, yeah, just all of 2019. All of 2019. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll yeah. figure that, we'll figure that out when we get there. I, I'm just so, uh, I'm just so excited for it, folks. Yes, yes. Um, um, I'm excited for this too. Uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, he comes out here to cut a promo. Uh, you know, talking about he's been training with Kane Velasquez to beat Lesnar and. You know, he wants to say thank you again to everyone for all the support and love uh, for Dominic's recovery at home. And they're all going to celebrate together when Velasquez wins the title at Crown Jewel and put another scar on that bastard Brock Lesnar. And then that's when Paul Heyman pops up on the screen and he cuts his promo saying that Ray wouldn't be saying all this shit if Lesnar were there. and uh, But he can't since he's been drafted to SmackDown. And there's a hard line been drawn, remember. But <laughs> pay-per-views don't count. Because at Crown Jewel, or I guess, never mind. Anyways, at Crown Jewel, Lesnar's not going to let Velasquez do that. Um, And then Shelton Benjamin comes out for some reason. Well, there actually is a reason. Because Shelton says at the University of Minnesota, he trained with Brock Lesnar. He lived with him. He's pretty much family. Like, aside from Paul Heyman, no one knows Lesnar better than Shelton. So, Shelton gets in the ring. He starts shoving Ray, trying to instigate him. And then Kane Velasquez comes out to get his friends back. And he just takes down Benjamin and gives him a bunch of body shots and tosses him away. So him and Ray stand tall. Um yeah, yeah, hard line in the sand. So I guess Kane Velasquez is on is a raw person then? Not a SmackDown uh, draftee because he was never officially signed. So Okay, so he's one of the, he's one of those free he's like agent the Undertaker, types. That, he, he's one of those free agent types that moves around, but I guess yeah. because Rey Mysterio's not allowed to leave, he has to talk about it. On Raw, Raw, even though it's about a person who's on the other thing, but because of the hard line drawn in the sand, except for Royal Rumble, Crown Jewel, Survivor Series, Uh Super Showdown. Any pay-per-view, really. Any pay-per-view, really. (laughs) 
<laughs> probably money in the bank and elimination chamber. <sighs> okay, I, I okay, I get it. So it's not a wild card per se. Well, I think it's only really like television shows. Your television show pay per views are shared to begin with, so it doesn't matter to me. Okay, I just want to make sure I understand the rules, folks. Yeah, folks at home. So I like rules. Uh, I like rules. What can I say? <laughs> rules, rules, rules. Uh, anyways, Ray here. I thought Ray was pretty good on the mic. I mean, um, I'm already, I'm already intrigued to see how this match is gonna go. Yeah, there's. I guess they're still, you know, they still don't trust Velasquez to say oh, much in English. He, he <laughs> speaks fluent English. He was born in like in like Brooklyn or something. Fluent English. He's lived. He's lived in North America his entire life. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's it is it is just kind of cool, right? It gives you something new. This is a a, yeah. a new person doing this thing. Did you have you ever seen any of the clips of him, Velasquez wrestling in AAA? He's uh, like one or two matches or something. No, I haven't. But I heard some positive reviews about what he was doing. Yeah, it was actually very surprised. Like he was had a mask on mm -hmm. and he was doing like some lucha shit, like hurricane ranas and like big arm drags and shit. But I don't think he'll wrestle that style with Lesnar. But it'd be cool. Like I think you'll see like a random hurricane rana in the middle of the match, and people will be like, "Holy shit!" And you know what it was? I think it was uh, I think it was Dana White talking about. Cain Velasquez and he had mentioned that seeing some matches he's seeing a match of his from Lucha Libre and uh having a lot of fun I think that was the he like Dana White had a lot of fun watching yeah watching Cain Velasquez in that match you know so it's uh, yeah Dana's you know Dana he's come around a bit on wrestling he was he was very supportive Ronda during her whole run well I think year. also like WWE name drops UFC Often, yeah, like Paul, there are ways for them to do business together. Paul Heyman I mean, they, is they, often they, saying just the word, you know, a UFC champion. If anytime anybody else, you know, or yeah, if it's that thing like Bellator or something, they will mention that. Yeah, you know, all right, yes, we like it when they acknowledge real world things. I feel like anytime it has to happen, the actual fighter has to go over unless it just makes the UFC look bad. Yeah. Right. In this case, you have a fighter versus fighter, but Velasquez is presented as the more real fighter because he's never done any. Yeah, he. Before. Yeah, or like you know, or you you bring in the Tyson Furies or the Floyd Mayweather's. Like they always have to go over because like this is an actual yeah. fighter. <laughs> <Celebrity>. yeah. <laughs> this isn't just you know like this this isn't you know you're not you know you're not you're not wrestling. It's something different. Yeah, but. Yeah, let's go backstage. We got Charlie Caruso there talking to Seth Rollins about the Fiend, and uh, and then Seth just goes over and starts talking to Humberto Carrillo, and he gives him a talk, telling him how things are, and you know, how about you have your first match on Raw tonight, right now? So we get that Seth Rollins versus Carrillo here, a uh, nice little breakout match for Humberto. He got to go like ten minutes or so with the Universal Champ, so uh, pretty good. And Rollins, yeah, he seemed to. Like, even though we started booing him, he was acting kind of heelish during this match. Like, taunting Carrillo. He's like, ah, is that all you got? Shit like that. So, uh, eventually, Umberto Carrillo goes for a moonsault, but Rollins gets his leg up, hits the curb stomp for the win. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I, I've never been more anti-Seth Rollins. And see, here's what's a bummer, is that I came back in when it was, I think Seth was mid-ACL recovery. Yeah. Right. So you know he left. I you know top heel, and then he came back in that match against Triple H at WrestleMania. Uh, you know bringing it back. He was the king. You know that the Kingslayer. The Kingslayer's back. Yeah. Right. And then he was over. 
so over, and now he's just so far down. Yeah, they're just uh, like he can still he can still put on those good matches, but no nothing with his character or promos. There or... is no yeah yeah. It feels like there is no character anymore. Like yeah, him, nothing. Him, he's just a slayer. He's the beast slayer. He's the bronze slayer. He's the king slayer. He just whoever he's fighting, he's wants to, he wants to slay them. And him so. overcoming trips, like that was huge. And then he had that IC title run, which was so long, and that was also great too. You remember that that ladder match yeah. with the Miz, uh, Joe, yeah. him and, and Ziggler Finn. had some good matches. And then he was doing some tag stuff in the Shield reunited. But now, ever since like ever since getting that title back at SummerSlam. And then especially the Hell in the Cell ending, uh, we've just lost it. Yeah. Just they're getting flat out lost it. Yeah. It's at the point now where I don't think he'll ever have a, I mean, like at least during this current run, it's always going to be a mixed reaction for him now. And it's just going to continue trending more booze. God. Depending on. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, we'll see, I guess, uh, after Crown Jewel is Survivor Series the next thing. Uh, yeah, the next WWE pay-per-view. Yeah, so. so we'll see what ends up happening there. That champ v. champ match, if he's involved in it. Because if we're getting Brock, Seth, three. <laughs> could be Brock versus The Fiend. Oh, it could be Brock versus The Fiend. Well, uh, we don't know. We don't know. We don't something. know. Uh, let's move, let's move uh, on to our main event, though. Well, there's one last thing before that. We get uh, R-Truth backstage with the referee. <laughs> he tries to sneak up on the Bollywood boys, but he, of course, he rolls up the wrong brother. But the ref knew it, so he doesn't count. And then the Bollywood boys dance away again, going ba la 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 la. And that's that. Great, great. Yeah. Now is it main event time? Now it's main event. Time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Here we go. Um, yeah. So Street Profits, you know, taking on Raw last week or whatever the week before. Uh, we're getting our first um, like Street Profits match. Yes, we've been waiting months. They've been they've been here. They've been hyping everyone up. Uh, yeah. So they're taking on the OC. All three. So they need a mystery partner, but um, they actually didn't bring one out at the beginning. So it's just kind of three on two for for the first little while. But then eventually Kevin Owens does come out and attacks AJ. So I guess he's the third man, but he never really officially went in the ring. So Street Profits just kind of do their thing. They pick up the win after getting that sky high frog splash combo. So after months of hype, we finally got some smoke. Finally with the smoke. Yeah. And one of my favorite, did you see them celebrating in the crowd after? No. And then Montez Ford, he just goes up to this white girl and picks up her baby and starts celebrating with it. <laughs> and like, Are you serious? Yeah. The baby had this massive smile on his face, but the mom, you could kind of tell, like she was smiling, but she's like, man, why'd you grab my baby? <laughs> why'd you <laughs> grab went, my baby? Like he walks over. She wasn't like handing it to him. He just grabs it out of her hand That's and starts sick. celebrating with the And what do you do if you're, you know, you obviously got to give your baby. <laughs> you can't yeah. just fight and over it, your baby. But the baby had like this massive smile. That's going to be a memory. He's going to show a clip when he's older. And like, that was you, man. Is he raising the baby like he's Rafiki? Or <laughs> oh, he's just selling it. Like, they're just dancing, like making the baby dance. Like, yeah, <laughs> this little baby wants to smoke. Uh, and, and that's great. And that's just that just goes to show, you know, like that that level of excitement. Like they did a great job making Street Profits feel like, you know, like a major league act right at, right out of NXT. Um, yeah, well, here they are. First match. They got the main event. Yeah. In, in a higher profile type of thing. Uh, that being said, uh, I, we're getting Owens Styles again uh, by the, uh, by, the like by the looks of it, uh, <laughs> which which is fine. I mean, you know, I mean, fuck, they're both great people, both yeah. great guys, but both have uh, kind of been stale recently. You know, that Sh- Shane and Kevin maybe went on for a little too long. Definitely, uh, I don't think AJ's uh, AJ ha- I don't he hasn't really had a anything really. He's he's really been tied up with the OC lately. 
Yeah, for at first he was doing some good stuff with the U.S. title with uh, Ricochet and Cedric, but now he's been mostly doing the tag matches. But yeah, hopefully, you know, I mean, now Street Profits are here and the OCs got their thing. Viking Raiders, the Raw tag division's looking a bit better now. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, all in all, it was a good, uh, good main event there. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and that's it. That was Monday Night Raw live from Cleveland, Ohio, baby. Okay, I think that's uh, I think that's all the time we got for the first half, Mike. I think it's about time we take a little bit of a break. Yes, let's let's uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We got Tweet of the Week. We have AEW Wrestler of the Week and uh, and all that jazz. So stick around. Folks, we're back. We're back. Uh, it's part two here. You know um, that that wrestling world just keeps on moving on, and you know there's never there's never just one. It's, it's not that easy. It's not just one part. We, no, we, it never we, ends. We gotta break our week into like six different parts. Honestly, NWA Power. Let's talk about it. But first, <laughs> folks, <laughs> we'll we'll cover that on another show. Maybe we'll do other promotions and like monthly recaps. Maybe. Maybe like you know, <laughs> you cover NWA, I cover Impact, and then like we give like a whenever there's a pay per view, it's like, hey, anything fun happen? And then it's like you know, one uh, one of us is ta- not tasked because it's fun. Watching wrestling is fun, so one of us it is fun. One of we know Tessa Blanchard, she's really good. And 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 so oh, instead Brian. we like divide and conquer. It's more of like a that thing. So uh, you just, and then and then maybe <coughs> maybe who knows? Maybe you end up seeing a match on NWA that that for you was as good as Walter and fucking Tyler Bate. You know what I'm saying? Next yeah. thing, next thing you're telling me, I think that was the match that happened. Yeah, I gave that match a five. Exactly. Time. The next, the next time you're coming to me, you're going like, "Yo, you need to see <laughs> this match on this promotion. It is, uh, it is incredible." But for uh, first, first, folks, we'll, 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 I don't even know. Where tweet, I'm, tweet, tweet. I don't even know where I'm going with this one. Yeah, Mike, you had it right. Let's kick off the second half. We got the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. <laughs> Um, tweet of the week this week coming at you live from Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Mike, what you got for us this week? All right. Um, so this week, of course, Seth Rollins, he's always involved in these some way or another. But he was not the one who sent out the tweet. Um, I don't know if this has happened before. This is actually a non-wrestler winning this week. Okay, this this did. Uh, okay, I, think, I think you may know what it is already, but I'll just get the name out there. <laughs> this girl named Lauren. Um, whose Twitter handle is at Tyson Jost, I believe inspired by the Colorado Avalanche player. She wants to have a big crush on him. But uh, she's also a big Seth Rollins fan, so during a meet and greet, she asked Seth Rollins why he doesn't wear his white gear anymore, and then Rollins responded that uh, Vince McMahon doesn't like the white gear. He said, uh, he's a weird old man that doesn't understand that people think it's the coolest gear they've ever seen. He doesn't get it. And according to the fan, Rollins knew he was being recorded when uh, he made those comments, but the video ended up being deleted anyways. So I don't know. That's um, some tweet and delete. She, she's a big Rollins fan, so she followed his <laughs> his Twitter game. But, followed uh, his way to do it of tweeting and deleting. Um, yes. There, so you saw this? I, 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 did, I did see this. I did hear about this. That white gear. That white gear does look pretty cool. It was great. It, yeah, but... Um, it just make yeah. you wonder he's been wearing a lot of black lately. And he just, more confirmation that Vince is a weird old man that doesn't understand things. 
Uh, which was the line, yeah. So that was, but the fact that it was deleted, like, do you think Rollins was like, "Hey, bitch, can you delete that?" There were some. There were some. <laughs> was, why some, would you delete it? Some kind it of good, message of like, "Yo, this should like, be you, here." I'll send you a pair of my underwear if you delete that video. Something like that. Weird. I'll send you a pair. I'll send, I'll send you a, a, an old pair of the white outfit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you uh, if you take that down, yeah, it could be. I did. I did. I did see this and hear about this. I mean, everyone's everyone's yes. being filmed all the time now, right? And I think Seth Rollins is just. The fact that it happened to Seth is just great. Yeah. Could have happened to anybody. It could have been anybody asking, like, hey, Mojo Raleigh, why do you never have <laughs> matches anymore? And then yeah. him going, like, ah, oh, because Vince is a crazy old man. <laughs> like, it could have been anybody, but it had to be Seth, uh, which course. is fantastic. Yeah, he's always hovering around our Twitter of the week, which is fantastic because this um this did happen this did happen before though Mike where a a uh, a fan's response or like a fa- a fan was more directly involved with the tw- with the actual Twitter message being sent out. Okay. Uh, it happened in the page sense. Uh, I think uh, Paige had said or done something, and then a fan had a particularly good burn. Uh, yeah. So um, so that did happen okay. to Paige, and now it's happened right, to Seth Rollins. Right. Uh, Seth Rollins, congratulations. You are the Tweeted League champion. You uh, you have now <laughs> tied uh, Chris Jericho as the, um, you are, uh, as, the, uh, as the only four-time champion of this belt. Wow. So there you have it. There you have it. Uh, you know, Seth, Seth could go for the record next week, or maybe somebody else. Maybe Rand, maybe Randy Orton's coming after that. Because let me tell you, he got he got pretty close. He's always, he yeah, got he's pretty close too. Um, he he also yeah. got pretty close to the tweet of the week. So there you have it, folks. There you have it, folks. Seth Rollins, uh, your new champ. Yes, featuring Lauren. Featuring Lauren. Uh, shout out, shout out to Lauren there, um, folks. Let's move on. Let's let's move right along with our show. Uh, it, it, it's Wednesday. You know, I, I it, just last night was Wednesday. You know, I uh, I, I, I watched uh, Saw uh, 3 earlier on in the night. And then as I was cuzzling up on my couch, I saw that it was uh, 8.52 p.m. And I thought to myself, by, by God damn it, I'm going to watch some AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. Too sweet. I actually, for the first time, because I, I, I guess the last time I had shut off my TV, I had had it on the sports channel, and then I turned on my TV at like 9 o'clock, I saw AEW on, I'm like, oh shit, I, I can't see this right now. Oh my God. It was mid-match, I just had to turn away and change the channel. Well, you, you, you could have. <laughs> I could have, but I like to start from the beginning. And, but but, but we're, t- we're trying to give AEW those numbers, though. You would have been one of those no, numbers. I wouldn't, actually, because that's how the ratings is. The rating system is very... Not, that's not how it works. With. I thought it worked in like no. a first half, second half, third half. You, 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 you know you what only I mean. Count, you only count towards the ratings if you've opted in and you have like the Nielsen rating box. Oh, all that, all that stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. So like I one person, that. one household can represent like 200,000 people in a ratings count. Mm, so that's very so, so So what you're telling me is that there are four people watching NXT <laughs> uh, <Right>. on the US. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, the whole point was it was just cool to see AEW on television. But I still on television on TSN if you're uh, yeah on if, TSN Canada here if you're uh, if you're here in Canada not uh, not TNT. But folks, um, this is a real exciting episode of AEW because they all are. So we're gonna kick off. Oh, yeah. We're gonna kick off um, big match with uh, yeah big big old match. This is a semifinal match in the World Tag Team Championship tournament. We have Private Party taking on uh, the Lucha Bros. Yeah, 
and uh, yeah, just this match was tons of fun. Lots of great. Did not non-stop. This match did not stop. Yeah, lots of great innovative tag team maneuvers. Uh, there was one spot where the Luchas, they like stacked Cassidy onto Quinn's shoulders and then hit this big drop kick, causing Cassidy to do a reverse Hurricane Rana to his own partner, which looked really cool. Uh, and then he just had Ray Phoenix running around all these springboards, jumping from rope to rope. At one point, he literally ran across the top rope. Ray like, Phoenix, Jesus <laughs> it was Christ! Yeah, he's so he could just bounce from like middle rope to top rope to the side to the fucking. He's all he, over yeah, the place. he he can he can go from one side of the ring to the next in like half. Like if you blink and you just kind of miss it for a second, God, yeah. I I would love to see a Ray Phoenix match live in front of my face. Oh yeah, I think we if will. if I we will or the Lucha Bros. If I can think of one, if I can think of one like one person group of people, I would like to see even more than Kenny Omega and Co- Cody Rhodes would be a lot of fun to see live. Yeah, I um, think we can get them all. We'll get, we'll get them all. Whenever but. folks, uh, Cody, if you're listening to this, Rico, I think it's only a matter of time. Rico Coliseum. I think they could. Pl- I think they could pack the bank. I, think I don't think. I don't think so. For a pay per view. For a pay per view. <sighs> Maybe, I think they could. maybe, maybe, yeah. Let's, let's, just... let's see what the turnout for full gear is. Even last night I was watching the show, and you do see a lot of empty seats. There are some empty and seats. And I, so, I, so I think, you know, maybe for a taping, Rico Coliseum would be, ah, we're, we're taking, well, it, away, we're taking it away from this match. Uh, we're taking yeah. it away from this match. So, one of the things I love about the Lucha Bros is, yeah, of course, Phoenix, he's running around, and Pentagon's, he's very athletic as well, but he's the more power guy. Like, he does this, I don't even know what he calls it, but it's like a pump handle, Mickey, Michi Nuku driver for a big near fall. I think that should be one of his fin- his finisher. It's one of my favorite moves. But is that the one where uh, he flips you? Yeah, like at the last second he yeah. flips it and he lands kind of like a one winged angel thing. That one, yeah, that's a good. That's a great good, move. That's a move. But they kick out uh, Cassidy. He does this springboard, so he's got some things. He like jumps over the top rope, lands on the middle rope inside, and then springboards off of it. Very impressive coordination. Mm-hmm. All these guys are amazing, man. The crowd was split, cheering for both teams. Even the ref I liked in this match. I don't know his name. But he was very loud and clear with all of his counts. <laughs> so props to that guy. <laughs> Way to go, ref. I was, I was feeling good about everyone. Uh, yeah, Ray Phoenix, um, eventually private party. They go for the gin and juice, but Penta counters it into a Canadian destroyer. Shortly after, the Lucha Bros hit their package pile driver foot stomp combo to get the pinfall and advance to the finals of the tournament, which will be next week. And uh, yeah, this was just a great match. Even though private party lost, they still look amazing. They made a name for themselves. And yeah, yeah, fantastic match. The way things have been going lately, also, it sort of seems like the Lucha, like the Lucha Bros, you know, they've been getting attacked before and after their matches lately. Um, uh, then they they were the ones doing the attacking last week, weren't they? Oh yeah, they. Oh, I think they got attacked once and attacked yeah. the and other. They, t- ah, you, you, you know, what you know what I'm saying? They're 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 build they're building the heat. Uh, yeah. you know. And, um, and fucking fantastic. Oh, my God. Ray Phoenix. I just can't stop. I can't so, stop. Yeah, very talented. Uh, but everyone, everyone in that match chipped in. They all had some great moments. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we're moving right along because I thought they might uh, space these matches out. But we're going right into the next semifinal tag tournament match here with SCU taking on the Dark Order. So, um, yeah, of course, Scorpio Sky and Kazarian teaming up here. Daniels is still out. Uh, so the crowd... Of course, crowds behind SCU. They're booing Dark Order right away. Uh, the minions are called the Creepers this week. The Creepers. The Creepers. Well, yes. you, you called them something else last time, though. I can't. Yeah, I can't keep up with my own. <laughs> thing, 
and then of course in the middle of the match the inner circle just come walking out through the crowd and they go up the stairs into a little private box to watch the show they got some bubbly they, they got some popcorn and, um eventually in the ring back in the ring scu they get Stu grayson with their finishing move and get the win so it will be scu versus lucha bros to determine the tag champs next week so this was this was probably the best I've seen from the Dark Order. This was another good match. It's it's I'm it's glad it's, they didn't win. Yeah, it's re it's real weird though, right? So yeah, so they got that first round by. No one really knows that much about them. The crowd hasn't really been too hot on these guys, like my myself yeah. included. You know, I'm 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 also not quite there yet. So I thought yeah. it, I thought it was weird to have this. Eventually, this Jericho angle they pull was so much fun, but to have it happened in the middle of this match there was a good you know probably half this match where i was distracted like i'm watching on television yeah. you could see the crowd too like and, half their heads were turned and they're all looking. turning everyone gets out their phones you know to take a photo of jericho and santino ortiz and sammy Guevara. um yeah. it was it was a weird time to do it because yeah I, I agree we just need more time with these dark order dudes uh it's cool to yeah. it's cool to have a fun gimmick though none of these um you know these tags are very just they're you know they're tag teams they work well together but no one's got like a weird dark yeah, like this Creepy is one of their. Thing. Yeah, you know, it's a, more of a, AW, a throwback gimmick to like an older style. Yeah, AEW does not have too many gimmicks, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, besides, you like know, they got like Orange Cassidy and the, these guys, and then the but, librarians. Yeah, no, the, librarians the librarians and the Dark yeah, Order yeah, yeah. are their two. Again, most... Britt Baker a little bit, but anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm a good dentist. Match. Dark Order, like the Dark Order, they're not bad in the ring, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's hard to that big guy. It's pretty big. Yeah, uh, Evil Uno. Yes, that's his name. But, uh, no, I think we're going to get the better matchup, though, of next week, SCU versus the Lucha Bros in the finals. That'll be a barn burner. That should be the main event of Dynamite. Oh, no, for sure it will be. It 100% yeah, will so be. Championship match, folks. But uh, we got another good match coming up. Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega. Um, yeah, we they've had some great battles recently, and as we discussed last time, they showed some footage of Omega beating Phoenix for that AAA title, but he did not come out with the belt as I expected. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I have not. I did not see that match yet. But is there? Uh, there was like five sides on that ring. A pentagon. A Six, I think. Uh, sextagon. Hexagon. Hexagon. Like, there you have. Which it. TNA used to use for a little bit. Oh yeah, you're right. But, they did. They did. Uh, so uh, so that so that's Kenny Omega. But yeah, we're getting this. These guys had their unsanctioned match on AEW Dark a couple weeks back. Yeah, and, um, great match. That was a great match, but uh, but this is just a straightforward, uh, you know, sanctioned yeah. Sing yeah, singles no match. Gimmicks. Uh, no gimmicks, yeah. So we saw some more, just straight up wrestling, more technical style, some good stuff. Uh, Joey Janela, tough guy. He kicked out of like three V triggers in a row there. Or Kenny just kept hitting him with those big knees. But those big uh, slappity knees. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're going back and forth for a while, and then Kenny eventually hits another V trigger, a huge one. He was like dead on the ropes. Uh, and then he follows that up with the one-winged angel for the win. Is it one-winged or one-winged? I hear both. I think it's one-wing-ed. Okay. Because they say it both ways sometimes. I want to hear it from Omega himself to, to, to be sure. One-winged. But anyways, one the one-winged angel for the win. Solid match. Kenny Omega, he needs those. His record was three and three going into this match, so he needs to pick up a good string of wins here. Yeah, he's picking up a good string of wins, and but but it, it, in the in the process though, uh, putting putting Joey Janela over as a credible threat, I think here in AEW, yeah. right? Like he, yeah, he's not the biggest dude or the fastest guy, but he's been he's had a couple solid matches against one of the best wrestlers on the planet. 
Yeah, and he had a great match with Moxley a little while ago. And, and I think the crowd likes Joey Janela kind of anyways. Yeah, so he's the fact, willing to go through anything. And the, like, so, he'll, he'll. so the fact that he's having good matches is just kind of like, you know, a little, little cherry on top. Yeah. Um. So certainly, yeah, Kenny Omega's got the momentum going forward. He's taking on the Mox man uh, at full gear. Yeah, is that match sanctioned? Uh, last I <laughs> checked, um, no stip. I think we're gonna. There's no uh, stip, yeah. but there's, there's gonna, no stip. There's gonna I'm be calling, a stip because he's got. There, I think he's got the fucking yeah. barbed wire broomstick. I was gonna say we're seeing some color in that match. Someone's getting busted. Which, by the way, there. the barbed wire broom I thought was one of the one of the one of the better props I've seen lately. Uh, you know, the sweeper. He's the clean. No, he's the cleaner. Or the cleaner. Sorry, he's the cleaner. The sweeper. <laughs> the sweeper. <laughs> I picture like I picture like Kenny Omega in like these old like uh, you know like janitor clothes, like, just kind yeah. of sweeping like Mary the Poppins, hallway. the chimney, the yeah. chim chim. He's covered, with, he's covered with soot. <laughs> he's got an old timey hat on, just kind yeah. of sweeping away. No, it's the cleaner, Mike. <laughs> the sweeper. I, love it. <laughs> I do like that though. That's your botch of the week, folks. <laughs> botch of the week. Too many things of the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it ends up being uh, like four and a half days, anyways. Uh, uh, let's move on. I think we got some. Uh, oh, we got some promos. Is that what is that what's happening right now? Yeah, we get Cody coming out to be interviewed in ring by Tony Schiavone. Uh, Tony says that Cody's got a major announcement, but when he goes to start speaking, the inner circle start blowing some air horns from up in their suite to disrupt him. So just every couple are uh, uh, and then eventually they start running out of air. So Jericho just grabs a mic and starts booing over boo. top of him. Yeah, just boo. Boo. <laughs> boo. So Cody's Cody's like, hey Chris, this isn't like the other wrestling company we came from. There's no invisible wall here in this ring. I could easily step through and come up there. So he, he gets through the ropes and he's about to come up and then Jericho just cuts a promo calling him a coward and an, an entitled a millennial, millennial bitch. yeah. Uh, so Cody's ready to climb the barricade, and Jericho's like, hey, man, it's four against one. But then Dustin comes out, so it's four against two, and they're like, okay. Uh, and then MJF comes out, and then Jericho has a great line. He's like, what, I'm supposed to be scared of a guy in a scarf? Who wears, <laughs> Who a, wears scarf? a scarf? <laughs> yeah. And then DDP comes out, so we've got an even four versus four. The baby faces hop over the guardrail. They go up the stairs towards the private box, but the, the inner circle retreat out the door, and they lock it. They're taunting Cody. Jericho's taunting Cody behind the glass. So MJF takes off his scarf and hands it to Cody, who wraps it around his hand and then punches through the glass. Then he unlocks the door, and then the brawl, they all just brawl all over the place into the concourse until security comes running in to break them up. Yeah, that was a good good angle. That was fun. Good angle. I loved the uh, lo- I loved the air horns at one bit, and of course, <laughs> yeah. uh, and of course, security ends up taking away uh, you know Cody and the good and you know and the rest of our face over there because Chris Jericho has a ticket. Chris Jericho, and the yeah, inner he, circle, yeah. bought <laughs> yeah, their ticket. Funny. He was all beaten up out there on the ground. Like, in the box. Uh, yeah, this, this was fantastic. I love that. You know, even, even just breaking that third, uh, that, uh, breaking that fourth wall a little bit. Yeah. Or breaking the, I guess it's um, the third wall, I guess. The second wall. Well, they're breaking a wall. They're I don't, breaking the glass. They're breaking everything. They're breaking the glass uh, ceiling. So no, uh, no Jake Hagar here this week. I yeah. I think he's got a Bellator fight coming up. I did hear that he's got a fight either this weekend or next. Yeah, and so part of the deal is part of his co- contractual agreement is that he can't actually be in any matches until, until the Bellator match is over. 
Yeah. So, so. he. So I think I think it will be a little while until we see him physically in the ring. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I bet I I, th- I think his fight is either this weekend or next weekend. Okay. Yeah. But we didn't need him, or I mean, we had a good four v four this week. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and I like how the babyface have a bit of a group here without it being the elite. And 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 one of them is yeah. DDP. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also DDP, like that Diamond still... Dallas Page for some reason because I yeah. feel like he's not taking a bump, but we could we could see we could. could see a cutter. We're gonna could, see yeah. a cutter. He very could take soon. like a code breaker. A code breaker is easy to take. You just bend over and then fall backwards. <laughs> it's easy, right? Bend over right? and fall. Code breaker. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was a fun angle. But we go back into the ring because we got some more tag action. Uh, the best friends taking on the young Bucks. But before the match can even start, Orange Cassidy gets in the ring. The Bucks shove him, so he gives them both a super weak super kick. But the crowd loves; they sell it big, which is always super great. weak. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Look at those those, no. those monstrous strikes from Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm close. You know what? I have pocket. I have no plans for Halloween, but um, an orange Cassidy costume. costume would be the one I think costume I would wear, yeah. and then just all, all right. night of people going, "Who who are you?" And then well, I, like I I am Orange Cassidy for the night. Yeah, you don't even talk to them. Just give them the half thumbs up. The half thumbs know. up. I get to wear my sunglasses. You know, all the time. It's gonna. Yeah. I I have a. I and see, I already have. Do you have a jean jacket? I have the jean jacket and but but go. also and aviators. and pants that are same color. You got aviators. I have aviators. There you go. And I have a and I have a white it. shirt. Yeah. I'm just gonna sh- you have a, shave my you have like this shave, same color hair tone. It's, it's, you know, we're both kind of gingers. If I shave my beard down a bit. I just yeah. got a little haircut, so I have you know a more orange Cassidy up top. Yeah. Like, this could be you a, put fa- a little gel in there. This could be a fantastic costume. <laughs> there you go. Nobody will know who uh, I am. So he does those great kicks, um, and then he puts his hands in his pocket and turns around, but then he eats a double super kick. So they throw him out of the ring. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Yeah, and then the young bucks they mock the best friends by doing the big hug. So they're playing a bit of the heels in this match. Uh, and it was funny. At one point, they're fighting outside the ring, and someone gets thrown to the barricade. And there's this group of girls that just scream like they were about to die when they, I guess they <laughs> like they were like, ah! "Oh my god!" But someone got thrown right in front of them. But uh, and then later on in the match, behind the ref's back, Orange Cassidy gets some revenge. He climbs to the top rope and hits the trust fall with his hands in his pockets onto the Bucks, which allows the best friends to hit their finisher. But Nick Jackson breaks up the pin with a swanton bomb, and then we get the super kick party. And then their big finishing sequence, I think they call it more bang for your buck Mm -hmm. to get the win. So another great tag match. This show was full of them. Just just nonstop tag matches. You know what? And it is uh, the elite. Somebody has to turn heel first. Yeah. So is it going to be the Bucks, Cody, Kenny, or Hangman Adam Page? Might as well. Might as well be the Bucks. Yeah. Bucks. Yeah, Cody, I'd see being the further. Like he, I think he'll be. We we want to see that baby face title win from him eventually. Oh his first my world god! Title. Yeah, he's he he's the main event. He should main event everything. The crowd goes <laughs> nuts for this guy. Yeah. Um. You know, I thought for a little while it was going to be Kenny who was going to take the. Uh, you know who who was going to turn heel first? He's been acting a little crazy in some of the being the elite videos, but uh, I don't know. You don't do that to Orange Cassidy. Yeah, he's too he's too beloved. That's Everyone that's a him. heel move uh, yeah. to beat. Did you see uh, 
I think it was last week or two weeks ago, that little kid that was orange. I did. I did. And Co- <laughs> Cody comes out and just is like, oh, well, we need a ref out here. <laughs> yeah, didn't they, yeah, they pulled him into the middle of the ring after. And... Yeah. That was, that, was, uh, th- uh, that was a lot of fun. That kid was just sitting front row. What a dream. Yeah. See, and, and as soon as I saw that kid, I'm like, I could do an orange cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I saw like a 10-year-old, and I'm like, I can do that. If he can do if it. He, if he can wear that badass costume, I can uh, wear that badass costume. And then right after the match, the Bucks got on the microphone, and they tell Santana and Ortiz that they officially accept their challenge for full gear. So they're still baby faces for that, at least, because they're taking on the inner circle. And that's going to be uh, one hell of a match. Yeah, that'll be another great, another great tag match. Uh, cool. Let's move on. More wrestling, some women's action. Yeah. Are you a hater? Because we got Jamie Hater taking on Britt Baker here. I've been working on. Um, did you? Did you like wait? Did you come up all night? Did you like wait up all night? No. To come up with as that? soon as I saw it, I'm like, wow, I got it. <laughs> um, so yeah, just as a decent little match didn't go too long here the finish comes when baker hits a super kick and follows up with the lockjaw submission for to get the win in her hometown of pittsburgh here so baker she didn't win the title last week but she continues to look strong here look good oh yeah you know you get that get that hometown rub yeah i'll give it to anybody uh main event time though main event um last week well, we had uh, we had Paige and Omega against Pac and Moxley. Um, I think Moxley was gonna was gonna end the match via DQ because he was so riled up, and Pac was like, "Yo, don't fucking do that." And yeah. then we got we then we got you know then we got the middle fingers and the yeah, pa- the yeah. paradigm shift. It was over. So this week, uh, Moxley and Pac, two dudes who are on on you know facing losing streaks right now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, two very highly regarded men in the company. So, uh, yeah, during John Moxley's entrance, Pac comes out and attacks him from behind with a chair and starts choking him with his jacket and beats him all around outside the ring for a bit. Um, but it's legal because the match hasn't started yet. So eventually they get back in the ring. We start the match. And because of that advantage, Pac is dominating early on, but Moxley fights back. Um, he go, He hits a 450 splash off the apron to the floor, tries to follow up with the black arrow, but Moxley rolls out of the way. Uh, we're getting lots of great action. This match is going right down to the wire. We got 30 seconds left. Uh, Moxley hits a paradigm shift, and he covers them as the countdown from 10 begins. Pac kicks out, and we run out of time, resulting in a draw. But that's fine with me. Every once in a while, it's a good finish to have a draw. It's fine. But, yeah, afterwards, Moxley's so pissed, he hits a paradigm shift on the ref, and he's uh, he just starts saying, time limit my ass, time limit my ass. But he's gonna be fine for that for hitting that ref there. It's uh, it's it's a little gutsy to end you know a big old main event with a time limit drop, but you know time limit draw is gonna come in or you know or time limit's gonna come into play. That's yeah, that's sort of that, that's sort of part of that's having fine. it there is that that will happen once in a while. Uh, you know I think what we got at Cody that Cody Darby Allen match yeah, uh, ended in a, ended in a draw and look what it did for both of those guys or like, at least look what it did for Darby Allen right who uh, exactly and that match was like. Uh, like three or four months ago. So if you're, if you're going to do a draw that far apart, it's really not a big deal at all. 
I also um I also love the way that Excalibur says Tope Suicida. I think it's yeah. uh it's inspiring anytime he says it. He's so excited about that yeah. particular Mauro maneuver. Is one of those guys as and well. It, it, during this match, Jr. says that he says like, "Oh boy, you you really like that Tope Suicida," <laughs> and then like Excalibur's still trying to like he's laughing because now he's like, I, "I like it so much." <laughs> it was a good it was it was a good little moment. Uh, in uh in a great match i mean i think what so we have moxley omega and Pac, hangman page are are the matches set for full gear but um it sort of it sort of seems like maybe these two boys aren't aren't finished yet no i mean this yeah this definitely leaves leaves things open for a future match down the line and i think based on this one we'd all be down to see that yeah, and just and you know when it, it is so interesting to end in a draw and the fans. I think the fans booed initially. Yeah, but then they were fine with but it. But then yeah. I think they were fine with it, and it is really funny if you were coming over from WWE, from a WWE fan base where you know a draw happens, and usually I feel like we're pissed when there's a draw. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, we see Pac Moxley or even Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen for that matter, right? Yeah, uh, and I like how at this one they didn't do the same like uh with cody and darby cody had him in the pen and the time ran out but in this one Pac actually kicked out so it wasn't like it wasn't like he had him beat and then it ended like Pac legitimately kicked out so it was a draw that's a good point yeah he kicked out at like five on the clock and yeah, then like Moxley, he kicked out at yeah. two so he wasn't beaten by the clock he got out fair and square whereas darby allen was saved by the bell Right, so it was like after like the one count, and then the bell went off, and then it was yeah. like. Uh, and they so kept, even in a draw, you can do different finishes. You see, they yeah they and they kept yeah they kept saying like ten seconds until television yeah. time over. <laughs> yeah. What? So I guess theoretically, yeah, that match they didn't really say from the beginning. I guess it's like thirteen minutes till ten o'clock or whatever. Yeah, or they kept saying yeah till television time. To we're yeah, off air expires. or something like shit. We only have two hours, guys. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Because back in WCW, they made the mistake a couple of times of not doing that. And then the show got cut off and people missed the match. Paying pay-per-view customers missed the main event. I have heard I have heard about, I think I have heard shit. Yeah, Goldberg versus Diamond Dallas Page. One of Goldberg's best matches ever. And nobody and got they, to saw it. Like nobody got to see it. Millions of people missed out. Yeah, they had to refund everyone. And really? Big blunder. <laughs> just, redo, just redo the match. Yeah. <laughs> they aired it for free the next night on Nitro. What? Didn't didn't make it up didn't for it. make Anyways. up for it yeah one of many WCW blunders which hopefully well, hopefully AEW Dynamite will, will make the same uh, will make the same mistakes <laughs> folks uh, that yeah. was AEW that was Dynamite uh, well, we're on episode three or four now and goddamn still yeah every week's been good so far every week's been good so far folks we're, next week we got that championship match and uh, who knows what else who knows what the else inner circle. Yeah, the inner circle is going to do something, that's for sure. Um, well, yeah, those were our two shows. There's only time for one more thing that we like to do here every week on the show, which is our Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off here with my wrestler of the week. It was a real, real, real easy call for me. Uh, we're going with Ray Phoenix. Okay. Like I mentioned earlier on in that match, I can't think of somebody else who I want to see. Like he's the one person I'd want to see wrestle right now, live in front of my face. 
You know, <laughs> it used to be Adam Cole, then I saw Adam Cole. Now I just need to, now now I have a move on. You know, it's natural. Yeah, I need something else to strive for, and yeah, he he moves too fast. And he's too entertaining, and he just you know dry, those those double that 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 stomp he does on the back of your neck. Yeah, that's great. It's just like you know he's letting you know he's there, uh, and he's <laughs> amazing. And I can't wait for Lucha Bros to be champions next week. That's right, calling it, calling it. Yeah, Lucha. No, I I agree with that. Lucha Bros are going home, uh, uh, dripped in gold. Yes, and I also wrestler of the week. I picked the Lucha Bros collectively. I'm giving Pentagon the shout out. Even though Phoenix was the uh, the workhorse or doing all the crazy shit together, they are winning the title. So you know what, Mike? I uh, I struggled with this also. If I just wanted to say the Lucha Bros, because I think the Lucha Bros have been my wrestler of the week before collectively. Yeah. But I think um, it was uh, after All Out or whatever the last. Was it after All Out? Yeah, that, that the, amazing yeah. ladder match. The Destroyer on the table. Is still my <laughs> shooties move is I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you what my shooties. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna, let's not spoil. Well, let's pause. Let's pause this right here. Um, yeah. But either way, that's a double win for Phoenix. Regardless, this week. Uh, uh, yeah. Either way, Ray Phoenix, you're going home. You're on home dripped, and uh, see you next Wednesday in that main event that I'm sure is gonna oh, yeah. burn a couple barns down. Yes, you may be winning this title again next week. You could be if you do it. If you do a destroyer on the table, then you're gonna fucking win uh, like that. <laughs> Well, folks, that's all the time we have this week on the show. Remember to rate, review, like, and subscribe on all the things you know what to do. We hope you like the show. We'll be back. Uh, we still got some NXT action and some SmackDown coming at you later on uh, this week. Yeah, let's see. The build towards Crown Jewel. <laughs> oh, yeah. these are. Oh, this is our go-home. No, it may. For SmackDown. It, 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 for it, well, it may end up being the, the Shoot Brothers kind of go-home show before Crown Jewel, uh, d- uh, depending on how yeah, that timing exactly. works out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, see. We'll, uh, we'll figure out. If it is, yeah, we can do a quick rundown of the Crown Jewel. Well, folks, come back next week when we run down Crown Jewel. Yeah, wow. I mean, the, the, never, there's, a, there's a couple matches that are going to be fun. Never we'll thought see. I'd say that. Never thought I'd say that. But, folks, you're going to want to come back uh, because, of course, the wrestling world never stops. Nope. Okay, Mike, that's it for me. Uh, Yeah, I guess that's it for me. Then. Okay, that's it. Peace out, brother. Uh,